Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Thursday morning. Hope everybody is bright-eyed and bushy-tailed this morning and ready to hit the day running. And uh, I'm sure you are, and I'm sure you're very excited to be up and awake. So I uh, hope everybody slept well last night. I uh, tell you, I just about wasn't able to do the uh, devotion this morning. I've not been. I didn't wake up feeling. Uh, best in the world me me old bellies are bugging me for some reason so but uh oh well probably just uh or ate too much pizza last night uh from greg's i had a uh pizza uh, extra cheese pepperoni good stuff so i probably uh overdid it which is nothing new because when i get to greg's pizza i usually inhale it so uh just what i do so who all do we have watching this morning here? We got uh, Karen Smith, Lois Adams, Juanita Wyatt, the myth, the legend that is Miss Mousy, Rusty Poss, and uh, Darlene Barker. So appreciate all you wonderful people tuning in this morning and joining us and trying to get her day off started in the right direction. All right, my friends, let us stand at this time and do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States. Well, hold on. I didn't put the flag up, did I? Hold on here. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Well, at least you all see that I do stand and place my hand over my heart and say the pledge. I don't just sit here, so <laughs> you have proof. Uh, good morning, Nicole Barnett. I appreciate you watching this morning. You know, uh, you know I always have little political commentary of some sort uh, in the mornings, and there's reasons why. But, uh, you know, this morning something I think that needs to be uh, spoke about, and uh, it goes with what I uh, hit on yesterday and uh, last night's message as well uh, in regards to homosexuality uh, and how Christians stand up. I just thought it was very interesting. I don't find it any coincidence that uh, uh, the headlines uh, in Christian, uh, uh, I think it's called ChristianHeadlines.com, but anyway, Ken Ham shared it. And that is Ken Ham. If you don't know who Ken Ham is, he's the one who has the Ark Encounter in Kentucky. In fact, we've had him down here to speak on uh, several occasions uh, at the church and such. But um, one of the two articles he posted this morning was one was an American evangelist saying be prepared uh, for uh, to be arrested about preaching against homosexuality. Now, he was in London. Now, he wasn't here in the United States, but he was in London, and he's speaking against homosexuality. A woman got offended, called the police, uh, because under their uh, their laws, if they felt they are being harassed or threatened or whatever, uh, they could be arrested. So he was arrested for speaking out against homosexuality. And no sooner did I read that, it says that uh, uh, in Canada, uh, it says you can't pray the gay away, threats of violence made, protests held over beliefs of new church in Kelowna. I guess I'm saying that right, K-E-L-O-W-N-A. Now you say, well, that's London, that's Canada. Well, friends, I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen here. So we're going to face persecution. 
they're going to start protesting against churches. They're going to protest against pastors. We are the bad guys, all right, because uh, we dare to speak the truth. You know, you can't have dialogue now. You can't have uh, a debate anymore. It's uh, it's cancel culture. You don't like it, shut it down and go on. There's no discussion uh, anymore. And uh, so you see these things happen. The very same things that are happening in London uh, or in Canada is going to have a, an effect here. It's going to happen. It's only a matter of time. It's going to happen. And... Uh, uh, my point is to warn you uh, what you're going to face. And, uh, you know, I'm going to speak the truth. I don't care who likes it. I don't care if you're gay, straight, uh, or what. Uh, I'm going to speak the whole truth. I'm going to speak it in the truth and love. But I won't preach the whole gospel. And if that offends, it offends. You know, I, I, I'm not here to worry about your, your feelings. What I'm worried about is where you're going to be at for all of eternity. That's where my, uh, where my concern is at. Are you going to spend an eternity in heaven or are you going to spend an eternity in hell? The choice is yours. And uh, I have to preach the truth. And uh, society don't like the truth. See, they want everything to be relative. Well, what that means to you may not necessarily mean that to me kind of mentality. Well, it doesn't work because with God's word, it is static. You know, everything you hear is, it has to be inclusive. This has to be, I'm so sick, I hate that word inclusive so much because it always uh, goes back to some liberal uh, ideology some sort of uh, uh, liberal agenda and uh, the fact of the matter is God's word is exclusive because there's only one way to heaven and that's through Jesus Christ alone and I don't care how good you are, how wonderful you are, how benevolent you are, how sweet you are. It doesn't matter. The only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ alone. We have to repent of our sins and we have to um, uh, work hard. Uh, you know, It's not by works we get into heaven, but because of our love and devotion to Jesus Christ, we want uh, to do those things that are pleasing unto God. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, we're reading these articles this morning and uh, just... Uh, uh, it's just an affirmation to the fact that uh, this this persecution is going to come our way. And I'm telling you right now, as inept as Biden is, then senile as he's getting, I'm telling you, it's just a matter of time. They're going to boot him. They're going to find a way to get him out. And they're going to put uh, Camilla Harris in. And when they do, you better watch out because there's a reason why she's been so quiet why you never hear nothing from her why she's not being interviewed you know there's a mike pence was interviewed a, a, a bunch of times by this point uh during their uh, trump's administration you don't hear hiding or hair from her it's like they're keeping her head for some reason and i'm telling you they're going to pull her out and it's going to be bad guys i'm just telling you right now mark me words but uh now when you ask, i was looking at if you find you can go on facebook and go to type in ken ham and you can see the very articles i'm referencing this morning uh, it's good. And I, I did repost the one on my Facebook as well, so it might be uh, something for you to look at later on when you're sitting on the toilet. <laughs> so don't sit there and act like you look at your phone when you're sitting on the toilet. I know y'all do, but you liars. All right, <laughs> here we go. Uh, verses morning Hebrews three, chapter three, verses seven and eight. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness. You know, we look at this verse here in Hebrews chapter 3. All right, we look at it and it says, do not harden your hearts in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness. So, you know, one thing we have to look at and be aware of, you know, um, there's a lot of people who commit themselves to Jesus Christ and um, 
you know, I've had a lot of people say, well, things were going good till I got saved. And I hate hearing that. I really do. Because the devil just attacks. You know, it don't matter if you're a baby Christian or a seasoned Christian. The devil is going to attack, you know. And I, sometimes the little things can make you more angry or frustrated than the big things that come along your way, you know. I, uh, so the other day, I was trying to move this uh, treadmill. And uh, I didn't see the, went paying attention to the shelf that was behind me. And when I leaned that treadmill back to move it, I literally heard my thumb crunch against the uh, shelf. I ain't gonna lie. I screamed. I hollered. I didn't cuss. It's not from a lack of wanting to. But I, I'm telling you, I thought I broke my thumb. Did that. And then the next day, I was trying to use the drill. And I was down on the floor and was in a very awkward position where I was trying to put the screw. The drill slips off the screw and it goes up under under my uh, I think it's my finger I think it was up underneath my finger uh, right where the nail is at and uh, uh, back in the quick there it started pouring the blood and that hurts so bad I tell you and it just and then the next day I mean, it's just like day after day after day it's just like one thing after another and just you know you're just like I just need a break you know just please <laughs> Can I just have a day of, of something, you know, just going, you know, just getting something just not work, you know? And, uh, you know, for a lot of baby Christians in particular, they give over themselves over to the Lord. And uh, and it could be little things like I just just uh, uh, described. Uh, it could be sickness. It could be financial, uh, cars, whatever. Uh, you know, and all these happen. And a lot of times they they fold up, say, "Hey, I, I didn't sign off for this. Go back into the world." Well, remember one thing, guys and gals. You know, uh, of course, it goes back to the to the, the, the to the parable of the sower, uh, the seed that fell on the rocky ground, the seed that was choked out by the weeds. You know, uh, you know, it is. There are those out there. Maybe they think they say a uh, say the the plan of salvation to them is like a a magic uh, saying, and uh, they're in like Flynn, and everything's all good to go. And then when trials and tribulations come and hit. I said, hey, I didn't sign off for this. Their hearts grow hard, and they go back out into the world. And here's the thing. You know, we're in a daily battle, okay? Uh, you know, God's Word, just like I was talking about with this persecution that we saw, this pastor, American pastor, being arrested in England. Churches being protested because they dare to speak out against homosexuality in Canada. And, uh, you know, God's Word tells us, uh, He never promised a picnic. He told us, in this world you will have trouble. He never said that when you come to know me, life's going to get easy. And I think some people have that misunderstanding that when they come to know Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior, hey, life's going to be easy street. It don't work that way. You know, and, and I think that um, there are some misleading, uh, you know, from pastors, uh because you know you hear about God's joy and His peace and His uh, His faithfulness and that we can trust Him and all that every bit of that is true. Sometimes it's only it's easy to focus only on the good things uh, and and all, again there's nothing wrong with that to focus on those good things to focus on what God can do for us and He can help us and He can encourage us. But we need to also make people understand as well that being a Christian is the hardest thing you will ever do. That is the hardest thing you will ever do is to be a Christian. And if you want to, to triple that, become a pastor. <laughs> because it, it not only does it be, is it tough enough to be a Christian, throw in being a pastor on top of that. And it's just, uh, you're talking about the warfare gets so tiring. Uh, it is, uh, I feel like there's times I've been held down by the throat and beat to death. And while the devil's beating me, the 
demons are kicking me in the gut. You know, it's just uh, it's the way it feels sometimes. And we're in a battle. Uh, that's why, you know, we wrestle not with flesh and blood. You know, it is a spiritual, mental, and emotional battle. And that's why I encourage people constantly to be reading your Bibles, to be in prayer, to be prepared, to be ready for the fight. You know, I was talking about last night, and I was joking around about this letter opener. You know, it uh, looks like a Scottish uh, sword. Uh, kind of reminds you of uh, uh, Braveheart's uh, sword. But uh, I was talking about how that's a letter opener, not a knife. But I said, I have my sword. And that's it. This is a sword. Because we have to put on the whole armor of God. We've got to be ready for the battle. You can't sit there and relax around the pool 24-7. And then when uh, the enemy comes to attack, be like, well, you know, I don't understand why the enemy defeated me so easily. Uh, but, you know, it, is that a soldier has to train every day. A soldier has to be uh, very aware of how his weapon works. And if it breaks down in the battlefield, how to tear it back down and put it back together again uh the a soldier at boot camp you know when i was at boot camp we had to march and march and march and march some more <laughs> and uh, you know uh they, they screamed at you about everything and anything uh, in fact i even got hollered at for how i wrote on my underwear because <laughs> we had to write our last name and last four digits of our social on our underwear well, i misunderstand where he said to put it on the band and uh i thought he said on the inside and that he chewed me out because i didn't put it on the outside i said how are they supposed to see that if you don't I'm like oh, yeah, i know i know okay leave me alone <laughs> so, and uh, uh but that's to uh to the other point is to break you down build you back up to have discipline we've got to discipline ourselves to read God's Word, to memorize Scripture, to study it on a daily basis so that we know. Just like I was talking about last night with false uh, preachers and teachers, if we don't know what to look for, then we're going to fall and easily be swayed by things. So we have to understand and know what is counterfeit. Uh, you know, you've heard Dad talk about the illustration of, of those who may work in a, in a bank. Uh, you know, may need to know the difference between what is a counterfeit bill and what is. Of course, a lot of times they got those markers now that they look. Uh, I get tickled they pull out a marker, and I, it's like a $20 bill. And I'm thinking, dude, if I was going to have a fake bill, it would be something far bigger than a 20 you know. But uh, so they, uh, uh, you know, we got to know what is counterfeit. We got to know what is real. And we got to be prepared for the battle. Every day we're going to be on that battlefield because the devil attacks your thoughts, your mind. Uh, you know, um, the depression that we have to, at least I have to fight, and the anger I have to fight. I get to where I don't even want to leave the house anymore. People make me so angry when I drive, I can't see straight. They will break. I don't know how many times I've been out, and there'll be nobody behind me for miles, but they will kill themselves to pull right out in front of me. And then, like smart Alex, just take their time. And I just, I just get <laughs> so mad. I can't just want to just put my head through a wall, you know. The other day on the motorcycle, I was, I was, uh, this guy was behind me, and uh, the turning lane was coming up, and I put my blinker on. And, but I always double check and look just right before I get over just to make sure it's clear because it's, it's a two-lane road at the red light, get ready to make the transition to turn. Rise going to start to go over. This guy decided that he just uh, he was going to blow past me. And I'm telling you, he missed me by that much. And it went flying by me and made that right turn. And uh, I tell you, I, uh, I wanted to get a hold of him bad. <laughs> he lie. So the devil knows our weaknesses, all right? And mine is, is, the, is the road rage I have to really work on and depression I have to work on. And, you know, 
it's always something and but we can't harden our hearts and go back out into the world that's the easy thing to do it's easy to want to just give up and be like man who's i don't want to do this anymore uh you know i've been under such attack here lately as a pastor that uh, uh i tell you it's just uh sometimes i feel like saying those words i don't know if i signed up for this or not you know it's it's been tough it's been a real struggle i ain't gonna lie to you i've really been I've been having a rough time here lately and the devil knows it and sometimes i wonder maybe i'm trying to maybe i'm doing something right or he wouldn't be attacking so hard uh but we can't give up we can't harden our hearts we can't go back out into the world because the world what does the world have to offer all the world has to offer is death uh there's there's no nothing there to to there's nothing there i mean you know with jesus christ we have eternal life with jesus christ we have strength with jesus christ we have hope with jesus christ we have something to cling to in the storm and uh, so you know i don't realize that every one of you while we watch this morning has your own tribulations have your own trials have your own problems have your own things that you're having to fight and deal with on a daily basis i don't know i don't know your hearts and minds i don't know what you're going through everyone may be ha living a utopian world and everything goes your way and uh you play the lottery and win every time i don't know you know but you know, for uh, us normal people <laughs> You know, we, it's always a struggle, but we can't harden our hearts. We can't throw our hands up. There's no, we, there's no retreat. There's no giving up. That's why you look at the full armor of God. If you notice, everything's in the front. There's no armor to be described in the back. It's, uh, you know, we had that that shield of faith, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation. We have, you know, because we have to advance. There's no room. There's no place to retreat at all. If you go, you got it. If you need somewhere to retreat and run to, is you run to Jesus Christ. And he will defend you, and he will fight for you, and he will hold you in his arms, and he will get you through that battle. But you've got to run to him. You've got to give your all to Jesus Christ. That's the only way you're going to make it through this world. If you're relying on your own abilities, your own strength, uh, your own way of doing things, you will fall and you will fail. And I trust me, I know from experience. Uh, we are, the, more, the more I realize I'm in control of nothing and that God is in control of everything, uh, you know, it, it alleviates a little more stress and anxiety. And, uh, you know, each day, just all I can tell you to do is just keep your eyes on the Lord. Just keep your eyes on Jesus and keep fighting. Take each day as it comes. Uh, you know, we never know what's going to happen from day to day. And, uh, uh, you know, if you're like me, I like my routine. I like doing things at a certain time and a certain way each and every day. I eat at a certain time, go to bed at a certain time. And when something throws, uh, get in the way of that, and it, it messes me up. You know, I just, it just, I just, I don't like to be thrown for a loop, you know, and uh, uh, maybe that's bad that I'm, I'm so uh, uh, predictable in my movements and actions. Uh, if I, there was a uh, uh, an assassin, all you have to do is watch me for a couple of days and, and see my movements, he could take me out pretty easy. <laughs> I'm not, I get a spontaneous bone every now and then, but other than that, uh, you have pretty well uh, grounded on where I'm at, what I'm doing. But we can't be complacent when it comes to, to things of our, with Jesus Christ and our walk with him. We can't be apathetic. We can't get uh, in a rut. We can't get in a routine. We need to get in a routine of reading our Bibles and praying. But we have to be in constant growth when it comes to our spiritual uh, walk with Jesus Christ. We can't be sad. We can't get to a point and say, well, this is all I need. You have to keep advancing. You have to keep growing. You have to keep learning. Or you may have uh, um, uh, that ability to have that hardened heart and go back out into the world the trials are hard the battle is tough and uh you know just think though one day we're here well done good and faithful servant we have to deal no more pain no more sorrow no more suffering we have to deal with this horrible 
evil world anymore. Gives us something to look forward to. So don't give up, but look up. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, help us each and every day as we uh, face uh, the old devil and his minions. Help us to not give up, Lord Jesus, but to continue the fight, to keep striving, to keep pushing forward, and to keep our eyes clearly on you. And uh, Lord, encourage everybody that's watching or listening today and help them. And Lord, I for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I want to lift up a special prayer for Debbie Lamore, who's in the hospital. Uh, Lord, I do want to pray for uh, Jennifer Honeycutt and her mom and dad who's dealing with uh, COVID. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Larky Tyree and uh, bring healing upon him. I pray that you be with Wendy Lee, Kim Bennett, Ginger Hood. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with all those watching today that you watch over, protect them, and guide them. Lord, be with my little girl. Would you take away any pain and discomfort she's having and bring her to full and complete health. And Lord, just let us serve you well on thought, word, and deed. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching today. Hope everybody has a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.